We're live. <laughs> Yo. Hey. We made it. I'm trying We're to live. log into the chat. This is the worst. Five. People could be saying stuff right now. That's a five. They're saying Nobody it's says Canada's something. favorite talk show, TDP, with your hosts, Sean, John, and Paul. Yay! 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 How's it going? Hi. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Hello. What's new with you guys? Did you guys see Mario yet? Nope. No. We were going to wow. do it, but uh, we had bought tickets and everything, and then Bagel got sick, and we had to rush into the vet. And oh, they no. didn't do refunds on the tickets. Wow, really? That's shitty. Yeah. They were on, as even said, they were online tickets, so I used scene points. And they were like, online oh, tickets points. cannot be refunded, so. Uh, oh. That's crazy. Well, actually, maybe it's because you use the points. Because maybe they like, No, it says, it says online purchases, period. Oh, that's crazy. That's okay. Which I think is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Because I think there's even like these like unwritten rules at movie theaters where you, if you like walk out of the theater and say like, I'm not enjoying this movie, you can you can get a refund or at least like a gift card for that money. That's definitely that that's seems definitely wild to me. Because when we were kids, we would get like movie tickets and we would walk out and use that money that we got back from the tickets essentially to like buy stuff. And 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 the bonus there is you got to see half a movie. Or like 15 minutes or yeah, we never wanted to push our luck because at some point we were sure that somebody would be like, you've seen more than like an hour of this movie. You're yeah. not getting anything back. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I never worked at a movie theater, so I don't know what the actual unwritten rules are. Same. Yeah. But. All right. Well, how's the cat doing? Uh, He's a piece of shit. No, he's doing. All, <laughs> he's, he's doing all right. He um he got basically the last dose of his medicine today. He had his eye was swelling up and like like goo yeah. was coming out of it. Right. So we had to put like ointment in his eye three times a day for a week, and he technically just got the last one. So yeah, that mm-hmm. sucks. So now he's theoretically fine. He's been running around outside in the snow, no problem, because apparently it's still snowing here for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. How Paul? How's your cats doing? Uh, they've been fine. They nothing new on that front at all. So okay, that's good. Okay, yeah. Happy four twenty for those who uh, observe the holiday. Burr, 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 burr. For those who observe it, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is the top down perspective for four twenty. I'm Sean Booker. <laughs> Paul Fleck. <laughs> John Wheeler. Paul, did you play anything? <laughs> I played one of the games you played, and I have very little to say about it, so I'll just tag on with you on that. Well, start us off. I played Minecraft Legends. I think it's boring as hell, and I've uninstalled it after an hour. Boring is the exact uh, phrase I would have used as well, but uh, let's Paul, let's have you run run us through it, because I have more stuff to talk about. Sure. Um, It's like the bad parts of brutal legends in the Minecraft world or something. Like running around and just controlling a small army of golems that do your bidding for you while you like are saving villagers from peg piglins or whatever. And you are also attacking their outposts. There's just something so like benign about it. Like everything about it was just like putting me to sleep while I was playing it. There's just nothing fun about it at all to me at all. And then I was trying to think who is this for? Because 
Minecraft people like to like chill and build stuff and like that's kind of not in this and it's not action filled because it's like a chilled action game so it's not that's not in this so there's this weird like Venn diagram of somebody that probably fits right in the middle of uh like I want a little bit of action but not too much <laughs> or something um, I mean, and also, I don't want to mine my own things. I want to set up these weird little creatures to do the mining for me while I run pointlessly across this land. Uh, well, yeah, so like, I don't know. Like as you mentioned, chill. It's definitely chill, but I think too chill because it is it is boring. So it's I'm 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 a, I want to say I'm about an hour in as well. I just finished like the first like big main quest. Um, where you like take on some like portal, like you defeat a portal or whatever. Um, okay. And then it kind of, that after that, the, the, the map kind of opens up and you can kind of choose where you want to go. Cause there's like a bunch of threats happening at once. Did you get sure. to that part, yeah. Paul? Uh, I got a little bit after the, you get like two different types of golems on top of the other stuff you got. You oh, got like a okay. weird sprinkler one and yeah. something else. Okay. Whatever. So I'm like one objective past you basically i stopped i stopped playing on the run to the next till i'm guessing the big objective that you did that's where i stopped i was like you know what i'm just not having fun and i turned it off yeah so i think I, what i'm having a hard time realizing is like is it just like a really slow build up or is it just like is it like because it's definitely a bad intro to the game because there's that's what there's scenarios where it's like hey you got to stop this outpost it's on the other side of the map why don't you run over there it's going to take you literally four minutes of just running across an empty world right why that's the thing and you do that like three times in a row because for some reason like these objectives are on like three separate parts of the map you're kind of doing the exact same thing at each objective it it is Definitely one of like the worst intros to a game I've seen in a while. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's not quite an RTS because so you have a hero character. And it is just kind of like controlling mobs of enemies and just throwing them kind of at something and then waiting. Yeah. That's yes. it. You're not doing like. So it's Pikmin. Kind of, but you're swinging your sword. It's more like an overlord or something. Yeah, I'd say Pikmin has a little bit more because you're actually, you know, you're picking up one specific one and using it. This one is just kind of, you know, it's doing like the all units and then you point them in a direction and then you just wait until they break down the barrier. Um, There is a point where you can actually change what units do what, but it's still like melee here, range here sort of thing it's not like the same as like this type of creature does this thing or it's well they they do kind of point out like you know the the rock golems are good at taking down buildings versus the wood golems are good at like taking down uh like enemies yeah but i find it it's kind of hard to like pick them apart i find that kind of the same thing with with a lot of uh real-time strategy games is it's like this is just easier if i just lasso everything around and point it in a direction and that's what it just yeah. gonna, mm-hmm. just works out to be the case for me so it leads me just being like all right i'm just gonna wait and if i see my like total unit number drop down i guess i'll run back to the spawn point and get a couple more and because i don't want this to take longer and you can run around yeah. and swing your sword but then you're yeah like i don't know i wish it was more fun so that's why i'm wondering like is it just like super easy and chill for kids or like what is this i 
I don't know. I don't know how much more I'm going to yeah. play of it either because I've kind of done the exact same treadmill like four times in a row and I'm not enjoying it. And right. Like it, it's not an RTS. You're not going to be sitting there and be like, all right, these characters are going to run back and forth between the trees and get me wood so that I can build this structure so that I can build these stronger ones. No, it's just kind of like make as many golems as you can and point them in a direction and wait. And that number for the first bit at least is 20. <laughs> Which see, I know that number goes up, but yeah, for I'm the time sure being, it, does, it is yeah. not enough because these fights take too long. I don't know. It's a like, bummer. I'm seeing it like people... five hours in that game. It's just sick because you have like an army of 5,000 things that you're controlling. It's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Does that happen? That's what I'm wondering because like I'm are they going to make it more like you're going to have to use some tactics? You're going to actually have to like build ramps for more than just, well, this structure is higher up than you are. Make one ramp and you're yeah. back to the treadmill of, all right, 20 enemies, please, or allies, please go in that direction. I'll sit here and wait for 10 minutes because I made the ramp. Surely there must be, there must be a ramp up. No pun intended. Like of the enemies that attack you or something. Yeah, uh, I know you definitely get like different mounts. I was just kind of running through the achievements, so it, it does seem like there's more to it. But it was just such a unpleasant first hour or two of the game that I just don't want to do more of that. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I'm, I'm seeing in the chat people. Uh, one person saying it's objectively better than dungeons. I actually really liked dungeons. Yeah, I completely disagree. And objectively is not used correctly there. But that's are, fine. Like, are you if saying you, you like, like dun- dungeons? Are you like dungeons? Fine. I I like dungeons enough. Um, I mean, if you like this thing better than dungeons, more power to you. But I don't see that at all. I don't agree at all. This one, this one also has co-op. I haven't tried that out yet. Um, which I'm assuming that would that would help like speed clearing up the map. But I understand you also share the units. <laughs> Oh, so okay. you each get like hmm. 10 instead of 20. So it would even though there's two of you working hmm. on it, you're both going half as fast. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's on Game Pass, though. So like it's easy to check out if, if you are interested. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to be too mad about like installing this, trying it for an hour, then uninstalling it with literally mind life not changing like at all. So it's hard to be too mad about it. I I kind of wish it was better because I thought it, it looked kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. I th- I thought it looked pretty cool too, but I, yeah, I just don't like playing it. And I, like, and again, coming off of dungeons and, and being pretty positive on that, I was excited for like, all right, let's let's see your next uh, genre take. Mm-hmm. Nah, not working for me. Yeah. Uh, but hey, speaking of games that aren't working for me, so I'm playing the latest saints row game that came out last year oh yeah that's like uh the fourth best game of last year according to nathan i think it wasn't it it was kind of high on his list that's somewhat high on the list i don't remember that that okay that does sound familiar now that you mention it so that game came out i think in august except around august of last year right somewhere around late summer yeah yeah, anyway, so okay, we're getting yeah. we're, we're we're nearing the point where it's been out for almost a year. That game is okay. still really buggy. Like you're surprised after like Saints Row three and four. I'm I'm very surprised. I figured they with how much bad press that thing got and hearing that they were working on it. 
it's still so buggy. You'll just be driving in the car and the car will launch into the air. Okay, you're selling me on the game by telling me that, though. I mean, that that sounds pretty funny. (laughs) Hey, if you want to play a buggy game, Saints Row is still very buggy. Which was just kind of surprising. I also think it doesn't look very good. Like, I feel like it looks kind of like a remastered 360 game. Um, Oh, it kind of just feels bad moving around and shooting. I understand there's they're working on like a big combat overhaul. And then there's this one unique feature I haven't seen before where you can. Pull a prank on your co-op partner. So if you complete a certain random mini objective and each person has like a different one and they can be as simple as like, you know, get three headshots, then you're allowed to hold down or you're allowed to hold one of the direction pad buttons down and it'll just do something to your to your teammate. It doesn't affect gameplay in any way, but these can be things like now their arms are just bugging out as if there was a bug or now the character just flips right side and upside down for like the next three minutes. Hmm. Maybe it's not buggy. Maybe you were just playing against some random person or playing. No, with no, some I've, been, I've been playing just co-op <laughs> with my buddy. So that part's kind of, kind of interesting. I hadn't seen that one before. Um, but apart from that, though, I'm just, I'm shocked how buggy it is and how kind of ugly it looks. It is definitely better in yeah, co-op like, like every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I really, I wish I had better things to say about it and I don't even know, man, how, how did, how did this come out? How is this still in this state? It's crazy. Looking at screenshots of it, it actually doesn't look as good as I thought it might. I haven't really paid attention because I don't necessarily care about this. Well, it came out and yeah, and it was like so broken that it kind of just like immediately left everyone's mind as I do remember hearing into that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're still working on it. Uh, good for them. I'm I'm wondering where they go. Where do they go from here with Saints Row? Because if you try to reboot the franchise and then completely <laughs> fail that, do you have to then go back to the original Saints and be like, they're back and we're going all back to that stuff, the stuff that you loved that we like did too much of? That's probably the play, right? But can they even at this point? They wrote themselves into a corner, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. But it's like, because no one would get excited for Saints Row 2 with, like, the reboot, right? Because they're going to be like, but that sucked. <laughs> so, so do, so do yeah. you reboot it again? Like, who's left? That would be kind of funny. <laughs> if that they, would be actually a little If funny. the next Saints Row is just called Saints Row again. <laughs> so there's three... <laughs> Just Saints Row titled <laughs> games. It would somehow fit in my mind with the series. It would be okay if they did it, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's a weird one. You can you can. So the car has a side swipe move where if you hit like where you hit X, it, the car will just le- like lurch to the side so you can like tackle other cars. Sometimes when you tackle another car, it just goes flying out of existence. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's weird. That's Anytime you good. drive over a fire hydrant, the physics on that water is ridiculous, so it launches the car comically high in the air. Um, Yeah, it is a buggy, buggy game for sure. <laughs> we were doing this. It was a really scripted 
mission where you're you have to like ride on top of the car and you're like shooting at like a big truck full of bad guys and, and you, eventually your npc like drives you up to the truck and you can like jump on it and get some like closer hand-to-hand combat stuff like that so we were doing that and there was characters just t-posing through the track like just flying through us like they somehow spawned ahead of the vehicles is a t-pose and just would fly through us while we were doing this mission it was this game's crazy so anyway that's saints row uh last game i'll talk about briefly is i'm I'm still playing ghostwire and i just wanted to give a quick shout out to that because those some of those like missions especially some of the side quests are like super unique and creative yeah. and just like unlike any of the other side quests and yeah because i was i was doing a bunch of the side quests and then i was like i need to i need to kind of get through this let me just kind of mainline the story and then i would do a side quest here and there if it was like kind of on my <clears throat> way to a mission and i'm just like man i really should be doing more of these side quests because this content is like they put a lot of work into these side quests to make them cool um and just you know yeah, like it's- like with all the ghosts and they're like they'll like play with geometry and stuff like it makes me think of the maze section of control yes yeah yeah it's too bad that they're not all like that though some of the side quests are like the yokai stuff are very good but a lot of the side quests are kind of just i don't know bland also like there's a mixture of them and that's too bad that they're not all as good yeah some some of them can be just like hey go in this building and like find the book we need Okay, thank you. Yes. Please bring the book back to this person. Those can be boring, but then some of them are super cool. I also, I kind of don't care too much for the combat. It's it's totally fine and serviceable. I just don't want to do it for as long as they want me to, so I just put the game down to easy. Uh, it's very basic, yeah. Well, and and I don't know if this was in the game when you played it, because there was some kind of up like update where they added in more enemies i found out and that's in the xbox version because the xbox version is like the most it it has everything that the current playstation and pc version have Mm -hmm. some of these new enemies are absolute motherfuckers there's this like water snake lady that sucks she she, like swims through the ground and then there's this one called like the sanguine dancer that flies around in there that yeah. was in there. Okay, that one is the absolute worst one I've come across. I hate it every single time. Um, but I did just do this mission where I had to like go through a like a haunted school where this like mannequin would not stop following me. I hated that. That sucked. <laughs> that was the worst. But as because it was scary, or it was yeah, like, it was scary, and I was like, okay, I yeah, hate this. I hate <laughs> like. I have to keep looking at it, otherwise it keeps following me. And it doesn't do anything to me, but it's like, I just hate that it keeps following me and showing up there. Did not like that. But that was just like from a, yeah. it was a side quest. I was like, this is just a really cool little micro quest. This is, so. Yeah. Shout out to Ghostwire. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. John, you have a few games. Yeah. Monopoly. Nice. Why not? The worst why, board man. game of all time. I no, that's risk. Uh, I would happily play risk over Monopoly. Are you kidding me? Wow, really? I'm talking classic risk for references sake, not like yeah. the, the sped up ones. I'm talking like original board risk. Yeah, I, d- I don't think I actually have any. To be fair, I've only played classic risk like a handful of times. I don't think so. I have no like negative feelings towards risk. 
Do people dislike Risk? Yeah. Risk Why, takes forever, dude. You think so Monopoly does, takes so a long Monopoly. time? Risk takes forever. <laughs> I feel like every, no one knows how long Monopoly takes because they've made their own house rules or they were mm. taught some house rules that somehow skipped a lot of the like really tedious stuff. But like actual Monopoly. So takes they've made too. better versions of Monopoly is what you're saying. Yes. Well, they, they have for risk, too. It sounds like J- Paul, you're the tiebreaker, which which is the worst game. Huh? Oh, um. Classic risk or classic Monopoly. The thing is, is I've never played Monopoly with friends, only with like family. So okay. that's terrible. And risk <laughs> literally took like a week to play yeah. once. Okay, well, exactly. Risk okay, can right, take right, way right longer. You have to pick one to play. What are you picking? I have to pick one to play right now. Yeah. Monopoly. Okay. Well, There's a lot of risk. I remember like an hour just setting up like to start playing. <laughs> okay. Gotta sort the little horses and the little and the little dudes and the cannons. Okay. Okay. But yeah, digitally, uh, maybe risk though. Like if we're just talking ri- digital, risk version. is better. Di- both of them are better digitally. Let's be real. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. And yeah. here risk you are playing the digital faster. Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they don't have a digital version of Risk anymore. I don't think that can't no, be true. There's not, no way to play digital old. Risk. There's no. There's probably ways to play digital Risk, but they're probably old at this point. Like I'm talking like a Switch version of Monopoly. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was some so, kind of Risk in 2015. Oh wow! Really? Risk. Oh, right. Risk Global Domination exists. And I know this because I literally played this like a year ago with a bunch of That's friends. That's the one I was, was talking about. Yeah. And it was oh, I okay. thought that was the PS2 one for some reason. I think they re-released it maybe on PC because it was more recent when I played it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, uh, It came out on PC on in 2020, February 19th, 2020. So it was your pandemic game. That's of- probably when we played it, actually, was probably 2020 when everybody was stuck at home. Yeah. No, it makes sense. But yeah, a uh, streamer I watched wanted to play Monopoly. I joined in on it. And, like, Monopoly is fun with the right people. So, like, that's the thing. Sure. So, so was this just yeah. basic Monopoly or was it like a basic theme? ass Monopoly? They okay. only have. So, here's the thing it's the Ubi- Ubisoft released a version of the game. It's on like Steam, it's on Switch. Uh, but it's got this weird setting where you can only pick one house rule, you can't pick multiple. Although, that might be for sanity's sake. Because uh, we played with free parking on when I played it with my stream buddy, and that that took an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Uh, Mm -hmm. We played on stream with a snake eyes rule I'd never heard of, where if you roll snake eyes, you get a thousand dollars. And that game took over four hours. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. And I think at least an hour of that was just two players. It was literally just like they kept getting so much money from rolling snake eyes. They weren't they weren't losing money. It was ridiculous. By the end of the game, they had double the amount that you started with in a six player game. Like the six players total was like nine thousand dollars. And I think there was eighteen or nineteen thousand dollars on the board by the end of the game. So stupid. It was so dumb. (laughs) I still had fun because it was just so hilariously dumb. But like, yeah, never using that rule again. Yeah. <laughs> What's the free parking rule? Free parking is uh you know how you land on like income tax or like if you get a chance card it says you have to pay money stuff like that. It all goes in the center of the board and whoever lands on free parking gets all that money. Gets it. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that not yeah. part standard rules? No, that is a house no. rule. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Yeah. And the reason the for that is, all is the house rules have Yeah, house rules are just ways to make the game last longer usually, so. Oh, okay. Although there was one cool house rule I saw where it was just like, yeah, you can just build houses if you have the money. You don't need to have the full color set. That must be a quick game. That seems that's that yeah, that is literally just like let's skip half this game. Yeah. I mean, that sounds interesting to me. I kind of want to try that out yeah. sometime. Okay. But yeah, just played Monopoly. It's all right. It's Monopoly. Uh, and if you okay. play it in handheld mode, it gives you touchscreen controls. So, uh, I've also, I've also been playing and I am doing that right now. Astro Knight. This is a, uh, black and white monochrome, uh, Metroidvania like Gato Roboto, uh, with some souls like elements. So, you know, you die, you you drop all the money you have on hand. Uh, you gotta buy a bunch of upgrades from the shop to kind of make your character better. You only have so many hits healing recharges your health, but it also brings back all enemies you've killed, et cetera, okay. et cetera. Yep. Uh, it starts a little harder than I feel like it should to ease you in. Like it doesn't really ease you in at all, but I have been enjoying it off stream. It's been like a, just a fun, chill little game to just jump around and do some shooting in. Cool. But man, your character just feels really weak right out of the gate. It kind of sucks in that aspect, but yeah, it, it's this otherwise expressions neat. Has so many games. I have never heard of a single one of them. I think this Actually, is their only game currently. The developer dune games studio oh do they have a bunch of stuff that's what i'm seeing working here evil inside dune, yeah indie call indie how do you Dun- that? dungeon cleaner i've heard of but that's not out yet hyper shapes super ola oh wait that's the pub that's the publisher jandu soft doom games did they maybe send me to the publisher page it sent you to the publisher, yeah. Oh, it looks like it's the same page. Okay, maybe I'm looking. If at you clicked on Steam, it almost all for indies. It almost always goes to the publisher because uh, indies usually yeah. only have one game behind. See, them. but that's Steam database. That's not okay, Steam database says the only Astronaut is the only dev, or is okay. the only game they've made. And I agree, it isn't right. They like, shouldn't do there's that. There's two buttons there. <laughs> I picked. I clicked on the develop. Don't make that clickable if there's not like. What? I'm. I, hey, I'm with you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm. They only did this as far as I was able to see. Valve's over there. Oh, can't hear you counting Steam Deck money. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Came out November 30th of last year on Steam, at least. 80% of the 57 reviews are positive, so not bad. I'm enjoying yeah. my time, but like I said, it does not start easy. It doesn't really ease you in, so I'm curious how this is going to be by the time I get to the end. Hmm. Cool. Interesting. That's also very Souls-like. Yeah. Well, no stamina at least, so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's basically all I've been playing, unless you want to count stream stuff, because I did a sponsored segment stream, like, right before this, so. If if you want to talk about it, what did you play? I played Mr. Hat's uh, Sunbox? No, sorry, Mr. Sun's Hatbox, sorry. That was the title of it. Uh, This is a weird, quirky, pseudo-roguelike platformer slash, like, management game, where... uh, Just all the genres. Yeah, it's it's a mishmash where like you go on these missions and uh, you have to like complete different objectives like kidnap this character. You have to take out this like group of soldiers. You have to find this certain item and bring it back to your base. Uh, you capture enemies and you brainwash them so they become playable characters on your party and stuff like that. But it has the rogue legacy mechanic of like everyone has like all these bad quirks to them kind of amped up a little too much. Hmm. Like... Okay. Uh, one of my characters was like nearsighted, which meant the camera was zoomed in. Uh, but then he oh, also yeah. couldn't jump on enemies, which was the main way you knocked enemies on conscience. 
and then like all these other mechanics that just like made things a little weird uh i feel like it's got a good idea but it definitely needs a little tweaking on it sure that reminds me of like rogue legacy when you would have like a choice between your dudes and they were all kind of shitty well (laughs) the problem is like you you literally just kidnap random characters and throw them in your party so like you can have like 20 characters to choose from but they'll all have like crap stats you can level them up to like get rid of some of them or get better ones but one of my first level ups I got made my character worse. It literally gave me the ability that if you walked backwards, you walked way faster. But if you walked forwards, you walked way slower. And so to do that, you had to hold like the opposite direction on like the right stick and then move with the left. And that just felt really uncomfortable when you had to fight someone. So it just oh, yeah. it was just they got my character killed because I'm just like, I'm just way it's like almost uncomfortably slow moving forward now sure yeah it's like little things like there's like a bunch of weird decisions like some things that you're supposed to get are breakable uh one of your quirks that you can literally not be notified about your objective because normally there's a pop-up over the character like oh kidnap this character or like kill this character and they just don't highlight it so you just have to be paying attention enough to be like oh that's my guy i gotta go make sure i don't kill him yeah stuff like that i uh i'm i'm iffy on it i i feel like with some tweaking it'd be way better but sure. uh, the idea is neat but I think it just needs a little, little more time in the oven. So I'm curious to see how reviews are going to be on that. It came out officially today, uh, but I think it's last I looked, it had 80% positive reviews out of like 20, something like, something like that on Steam. I'll double check now. I uh, I had it yeah, open. 80, I just 85% I have it open right now. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah, 85% on 21 reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it also has co-op, but unfortunately, it's local only. So, Couldn't oh play my online. god! Yeah, I know. What are you doing? I don't know, man. <laughs> but wait, doesn't Steam have like the built-in like fake? It does. Okay. It does. It hit or miss if it works right. Yeah, usually I use can Parsec. You, can you do that with sure. uh, the Steam Deck? Can that take advantage of that? I'm sure it could. Yeah, it must be able to. Right? I just never tried, so I don't know. Yeah, never tried either. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, unless you want me to dig into other sponsor stuff, that's all I played. It's it's up whatever you if you want to talk about it, man. You played Dino Punk? No. No. Is, is that the okay. game? Dino Punk? Yeah, Dino Punk. Right. This is Dino another Punk. game uh came out or it's not it's not out yet. It's not out until next month. But uh, they have a free prologue out now. It's uh an adventure how do I even describe this? It's like a weird mishmash. It's kind of if you played like Coffee Talk or Valhalla, it'll remind you of that in some aspects. You basically work at a tech repair shop in a cyberpunk future where everyone is a dinosaur and you you fix tech for people and they come in and you try to like uh, you can change their moods, like put them in a better disposition or piss them off more. Uh, You're trying to save up money to build a time machine to get a girlfriend. Uh, But like there's all these like weird dystopian things that just kind of jump in in the story. Yeah, no, the whole thing is weird, but it's like funny weird. I had a good time with it, it. Like, you know. You say Coffee Talk and Valhalla, which is ringing bells for me. Those are games are like ninety percent visual novels. These it's a very text heavy game. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say oh, like so. There's a mini game, and there's like there's a mini game for actually doing like the repairs for stuff. I wouldn't say what I got to in the demo was really that hard. So uh, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. So oh, like, that's cool. I don't know. Like, it it was neat. 
it was neat and the writing is like really funny it's like very very up like very uplifting and charming but then like they'll randomly like here's this dystopian thing that's going on that i need to deal with here's this here's this story beat that just literally comes out of nowhere the pacing is a little all over the board and i don't know if that's because of the demo or if that's actually just how the game is going to be so yeah well i mean coffee talking valhalla those would have some like serious topics as well in between you like brewing you know drinks yeah or whatever so that's i would almost expect that if, if they are trying to kind of riff on that <clears throat> specific yeah. style so if you cool. like those kind of games you'll probably feel similar energy from this one <clears throat> coffee talk 2 just came out that's my oh, that's current true. i'm surprised um, you didn't well i played it yesterday it. and i basically played uh less than i've because i played the demo back at pax west so i played ah, okay. you know 20 minutes of it um when i play more of it i'll talk about it but uh right now it's just more coffee talk and i'm having and that's great because now my go to bed game is awesome nice yeah also play the mega man battle network collection that is the mega man battle network games in a collection that's that's it oh man <laughs> yeah that, that's all the sponsor stuff i've done the last week there's been a lot of sponsored stuff lately nice yeah and i got one next week too so uh, quick housekeeping before news: the May TDP Plus poll is live, uh, and as a reminder, the ones that we missed from last month, those games are also in the poll. So it's a really big poll. So if you like big polls, uh, we got one for you. And you wait, can, we missed uh, some last month. What happened there? Because uh, I was in uh, Boston, there was a miscommunication between Paul and I, so he put it up. Ah, early that's why. That's why the list seems so small. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. So last month it was a small poll. This month, big poll. Uh, so go vote on our... Go enjoy our big poll. Please and thank you. Now for yeah. some news. Uh, not a ton's going on. Here's a couple stories, though. The Super Mario Bros. movie is the biggest video game adaptation ever. Of course. It's shocking. It's absolutely no one. Yeah, yeah it makes exactly. sense. I mean, if anyone was going to do it, it would be Mario, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. this is the one. So, at the as of pretty much six days ago, it had crossed five hundred million globally. Everyone's easily expecting it to cross a billion any day now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really not surprised. Of course, there's going to be a Mario two. There's no way they would not make a Mario two. Sure, Matt Barry for Wario. I will die on this hill. <laughs> uh moving on dreams you guys remember dreams yeah mm-hmm. the the concept or the game yep uh um, yeah. mm-hmm. dr- dreams is shutting down yes that's true uh specifically the live support of it is is shutting down in a i believe in about four months their media molecule is moving on um they're they're doing a few things. You're still going to be able to like purchase dreams and you will be able to like make new ones. However, they're going to be capping the like size of the dreams you can be making to five gigabytes. So if you have a dream in your head right now, stop dreaming too large, Sh- yeah. short shrink your dreams down a little bit. You have about four months to get that dream out into dreams. Um, I think the real kind of depressing part about this is this game was trapped on the PS4. Yeah, mm-hmm. they ne- they didn't port it to the PS5. They didn't do anything with it for like PSVR 2. And then then the big misstep was not letting it be on 
PC. Yeah, just let people go crazy with it or whatever. Yeah, because like people were going crazy with this game. Like some of the videos I was seeing when it around the time it had launched were crazy. People were making very cool stuff in dreams. Um, yeah. But th- that would have been like, you know, hundredfold if if the PC community could have gotten their hands on it. Absolutely. Um, yep. It's too bad. So September is when this is all going to happen. Media Molecule has said that they're moving on to a new project. It is not Dreams 2. It is not part of the Dreams IP. That's all they've said about it. Um, Yeah, just kind of a bummer, especially with how long Dreams was in development. Like we had trailers about that for years and years. And clearly, like I just don't, it did not make much of a splash. People were... I didn't know. I knew like one person who played dreams, I think total. Anyways, September is when the changes are going into effect. Too bad. And speaking of words that start with S, Sega is buying mm-hmm. the Angry Birds developers Rovio for $775 million. So I don't quite get this because I've heard like the last few Angry Birds games haven't really been well received. So is there still value in the IP? Like I know like the the movie apparently did decent. Yeah, I mean, so I don't have numbers for you, but I can tell you Angry Birds still makes a lot of money. And there's a lot of there's a lot of things with the Angry Birds logo on them that aren't just games that also make a lot of money like toys. And, you know, isn't there like cartoons as well? I didn't think there were any more new cartoons is the thing. Like, I remember the movie did good in China, I think, at the very least. Didn't they have two movies? Are there yes. two Angry Birds movies? Yeah, I'm I I'm sure so. standard Angry Birds just still brings in wads of cash. There was that news story a couple months back where. I, I don't remember if John was here, Paul, you, I don't know if you remember it, where they had to, like, take down Angry Birds because it was He's like making, cannibalizing yeah. the more microtransaction heavy versions of Angry Birds. Rovio Classics Angry Birds or something. Yeah, they had to yeah. like change the yeah. name and every, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like Yeah, cuz you could just buy it and then play it forever without having to pay them every time you opened it. Yeah, so they didn't want that. Um I don't know, so like how you know, how long until the Sonic version of Angry Birds comes out? Um, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully they're already on. Yeah, yeah, they've already made it like years ago. This was the last step in that game coming out. <laughs> we need the rights. Let's just buy the company. It's way easier this way. Yeah, this seems weird to me. <laughs> like I, I don't know. There's something about it that just makes me uneasy for some reason. We'll see. But and then yeah, I do kind of side with John. It does feel like Angry Birds kind of had its moment. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't see people still playing Angry Birds on their phones when I'm on like the train or something like that. Like I used to, sure. but, uh, yeah. but I'm sure there is like a dedicated group of people. The whales, you know, are still probably playing it cause it does what they need it to do. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Sega owns that now. Good for them. Uh, let's do some, uh, questions. If you want to send a question in, topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And you could sound just like Jedi Master Hand. Ooh. Whoa. 
Is wispy one wood or multiple woods? Wispy's a tree. But isn't the name it's Wispy's Wispy Woods? Is his house? It's where he I lives. It was, is, is, is it possessive? Wispy's Woods? I thought because I thought it was Wispy Woods. It is Wispy Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that would imply oh, that's just a shorthand? It's just Wispy. Okay. Wispy is a tree, so it is one wood. Wispy's or multiple woods, depending on how you look at it, I guess. <laughs> well, considering he's a recurring question. boss, I I agree. He just he's reoccurring, so he just keeps growing back. So that's why the plural comes back. Yeah. I want to say he is the one tree. So when when Kirby fights it, and when she when when Wispy shows up in a new game, is that the same tree? Or I think sometimes that- it's the same tree, but then there's like a bunch of his cousins show up. Like in was it Forgotten Land? The the purple tree shows up. Sure, yeah. Is it like a Groot scenario where if one part of it survives, it can grow back? I mean, that's just how trees work. That is how trees work, you're right. Wow, nature's amazing. (laughs) Sure. And so is Wispy and his wood. Yeah, we're very pro-Wispy here. (laughs) Uh, Matthew writes... We're very pro wood too. Matthew writes, I once took a class about cybersecurity issues. During the section on phishing, the professor gave us an assignment to send him a convincing phishing email. We were to do research on him making a convincing email that looks like something he'd like and write a report about what we did, what we chose, what we did, etc. I decided to pretend to be from Advil offering him a delivery service for over-the-counter medicines. I stole code from Advil's website to make my email. <laughs> I then admitted in my report that my submission would be in the form of academic dishonesty because I committed plagiarism, copyright infringement, and trademark infringement. But he should let that slide because the assignment was a cr- uh, was to do a crime. <laughs> I got an A+. <laughs> what is the most audacious thing you're willing to admit doing as part of a school assignment? That's a great story. Um, that's very good. That's very good. I don't think I've... I don't think I'll have anything near that good. Yeah, I don't. Uh, graffiti. That's it. As an assignment? Yeah. Our college okay. is a wild time, man. Okay, sure. I could see that. We we got to do like a mural in, in high school. So that's kind of similar. Sure. Uh, we had uh, <clears throat> one of my last courses in university. We had to like create a marketing website so we literally made a fake uh shirt printing company with okay. like a logo and fake shirt designs and everything okay yeah. i can't think of anything that was really really bad i guess the only other thing i could think of was like one of my classes i had to like program and figure out a way to like show how you process the reflection in a soap bubble but my hard drive kind of crashed uh, while I was working on it. So instead of having to like restart it all from scratch, my professor was just like, yeah, just give me an oral report on everything. So okay. I got the skip major programming aspect of it. Okay. I have a good one. Now that I remembered. Okay. And so, so my degree was, it was new media, which was, which is anything kind of like art related through a computer. So, yeah, video recording, editing video, audio, stuff like that. And I took as like an extra, I was taking a bunch of art classes just because that's that's my shit. I was taking an art class that was basically for people that might be interested in like new media stuff. 
So sure. it was teaching yeah. them like Photoshop. It was teaching them like all the basic stuff that I learned when I was like in grade nine. <laughs> yeah. So I was, so I was, I was very good at that class. Especially my degree was basically what that class was in- introducing these art students to. Anyways, final assignment of that class. I could tell that my, the teacher I had, and if anyone's had an art teacher, they know this teacher where they're just like so up their own ass about like yeah. the meaning of art and and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so I, re- uh, I, I kind of picked up on that through the semester. So I was like, all right, let's see how far I can push this. I made a video of where I filmed my lamp and my yeah. hand comes in and turns the lamp on and off. Yeah, um, I, I actually know what you're about to say, because I think we all did this if we went to art school where we just did a dumb thing and then like just kind of pooped out a reason to get the grade. Like the actual assignment was the bullshit you spewed, not the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the video was just me turning a lamp <laughs> on and off as well as like a light switch, me flitching it like And then in Premiere, I just chopped it up and just switched, swapped around is just made a mess with the visuals. And so I presented that and it was funny. Yeah. I was, we were in class and it goes up on the projector and they present it. And then one of the, one of my like other students was like, you know, raise his hand. Cause it was like, okay, what do you guys think of the, of his, of his video? And so one of these guys raised his hand and he goes, I think there's some kind of like correlation between like, yep. the light switch and the lamp. <laughs> so yep. they turn, they turn to me to respond. And I just say, it's open to interpretation. And I did, <laughs> I did great on my final assignment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i fucking hate art school people <laughs> it's the worst yeah that's awesome i love it uh hebrew lantern writes in and says have you ever been on a jury no uh i was asked to be on one and then the case did not need the jury anymore i hear like that's cool. usually what happens right yeah yeah uh, I have also not. I also don't think I can in my current situation to being down here and stuff. Yeah. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, Nintendo has announced a Mario Kart 9. But what uh, But what if that's not entirely true? What if instead of releasing it as Mario Kart 9, they release the project known as Mario Kart 9 as Nintendo Kart? And include a wide plethora of Nintendo characters, not just mostly Mario with some exceptions. Would it work? Does it need to be Mario Kart to succeed or will people be on board anyway? So I think so you can live Mario without Kart. the name, but some people. Oh, will OK. Do, yeah. Yeah. So Mario Kart without the name, essentially. OK, uh, I get it now. Well, like Smash Bros, but Kart, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. But it, like it presumably would also not be called Mario Kart. It would be like Nintendo Kart or something like that. Nintendo Kart or Super Smash Kart. Some, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, 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 I if think it'll work as long as care. it's obvious it's clearly a Mario yeah. Kart like game by Nintendo. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the minute I think, you show it, I think trailer, it will be missing on some sales if they don't use the name Mario Kart. Sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But. Cause, Cause that's the thing is like, even if they, they market it well and they show like Link is racing against Samus and Mario, it probably still would not outsell a Mario Kart 9. Would mm. the Smash logo with Super Smash Kart outsell a Mario Kart though? 
I don't think the Smash logo would actually does that much. You mean like the ball with the like lines through it? Yeah, just to get that stupid trailer hype that it yeah, gets. I don't, for I don't think everything. I, I, maybe if you called it like Super Smash Kart, maybe that. That's what I, I'm saying. If yeah. it, if like it's called Super Smash Kart, does that outsell a Mario Kart Nine? Probably, I still, I, right? I still don't think so. No. You don't think so? I guess hmm. here's the question: what What sells more usually, the Mario Kart on that generation or the Smash Bros on that generation? Oh, good point. And I feel like it's always like Mario Kart is always like in the top like three. Surely there's numbers I could like give an answer. <laughs> what this. from Mario Kart versus Smash? Mario Kart's always the best selling. That's yeah, that's always the case. The, yeah, always the case. Yeah. Yeah, I'll even look up best selling Switch games just to tell you. I'm well, because sure all. Yeah. Smash Bros. Ultimate's at 30.44. This is in millions. And Mario Kart is 52. So, like, yeah. it's double, basically, almost. Yeah. But still, that's game, That's number three versus number one. Yeah. And yeah. Animal Crossing's in the middle. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I guess Mario Kart just... Like, a wider range of players versus fighting game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think it would succeed either way, but yeah, you probably just want to stick with Mario Kart name. I agree. Uh, I would Phantom play it. just writes, "What's that?" I would play it. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Phantom just writes, "Ahoy, TDP crew! What's more subjective, comedy or romance?" Ooh, ooh. That that's mm. actually really yeah. I've, Okay, so my immediate reaction was comedy, but I don't know anymore. So let me think <laughs> for a second. Okay, here, here's where my here's where my brain's going. If we uh-huh. boil it down to what is the most simple expression of both of these, would it th- yeah. this, would it be two people kissing versus a whoopee cushion? Sure. Is that how you how would is that how you two would distill the most simple form of comedy and romance? Yeah, probably a whoopee cushion is whoopee, yeah. The fart joke does seem like what you would probably like. This is the most basic joke I could think of. Uh huh. Okay. And then or like so a knock if, knock joke or so. Something. Which one do you think reads more to more people? Do you think more people would look at two people kissing and being like that's romantic versus more people will look at someone sitting on a whoopee cushion and saying that's funny? Like, I definitely still think comedy might be the more subjective thing. But I'm trying to like decide why that is in against romance. I think it's romance. Okay. I think comedy is so unique to each person of what they find funny. And and that is the case too with romance, but I just feel like there's a more general acceptance of what someone would read as oh, romantic. Y- you and I agree then. So I, I'm saying comedy is the mo- more subjective of the two. Yeah, I would agree as well. Okay. Okay, yes. so we're all in agreement. Yeah, okay. romance definitely has complications to it, but like... It does. You, it, there's also like, there's less branching off than there is per comedy, it feels like. Well, and I think there's also more of an acceptance. You could be like, hey, that's I'm not into that, but I could see someone being into it, versus some people are just like, I don't find, 
you know, X style of humor funny. Like, it's just not going to make me laugh. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's an interesting question, though. That makes me kind of want to think harder about it, like in my own time a little bit. But yeah, that's cool. That's a cool question. Uh, Rasterman7 says, what's the best season? Justify your answer, interpreting the question however you see it. Fall. Fall. I interpret it as favorite. And it's just it's just a cool temperature. Everything looks vibrant and colorful, even though it's getting colder. But it's not too cold that it's like winter, which sucks. And it's yeah. not too hot, which is summer, which sucks. It's like a nice mm. in between. I was, just, I was gonna say I saw in the chat someone put winter, but I'm in Texas. I was like, the only person who puts winter has not lived in a real winter. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, summer. I am definitely summer. I hotter the better for me. I love it. I get to go outside. I, I don't have to worry about it being too cold. I can wear shorts. I don't. Ha- yeah. Summer. You get you, you don't have to go to school. In fact, fall is when you go back to school, so it might be the worst one. Nah, school wasn't that bad. Compared to summer vacation, though? Uh, I mean, I didn't really do anything on summers usually, so. But yeah, no, summers were better for that reason. Not having to wake up was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to play games all day. Don't have to worry about homework. True. Yeah, that has nothing to do with like sun and stuff, just the time. But yes, school winter, at least, you know, that has that has like winter break. Spring has spring break. Fall's the worst one. No, fall's the best one. It's best weather. Yep, I'm team fall. Absolutely. Sukusuka writes Jedi Survivor is 147 gigabytes on PS5. Is there a point where games can be too big? And should there be a priority for game companies to compress the data so people can actually download the damn thing? See, they should be doing that because that is like what, like a fourth of the data you have available on your PS5 by default? A little less. I think you have 800 and something, right? Is it 825? I thought it was 625 for some reason. No, because I think it was they said a terabyte, but then like the operating system like lowered it to like 800. I think that's the case. It could be, but either way, the PS5 officially has 825 gigs of internal storage, but it only has 667.2 gigs free for games as system files take up the remaining 157.8. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's basically just under a quarter of the system. Yep. Also, if you have a cap on your internet of some sort, that sucks. That's a big chunk of it, probably. Yeah, I, I think that's the worst scenario, because if you if you have like if your Internet's not capped, you could just redownload it. It's not a big deal. If you have Internet where you can download something like that decently also, <laughs> which is a big problem for some people. I don't know. Part of me wants to say, like, of course, making them so big sucks because then you can't you can't put more on there. Like, that's just a bummer. The other part of me is like, I don't want to jeopardize like when well, now the visuals are going to look worse because you wanted the games to be smaller. 
Yeah. You could buy like a disc and that disc could act as a big chunk of that. Like, I guess that's kind of the only thing that we've been doing <laughs> essentially is buying that disc and then downloading the 15 gig patch instead. Yeah. That's becoming less and less relevant. You know, there's consoles out there without disc drives now. So eventually that'll be yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and yeah. also, like, who's gonna like enforce the the companies? It would be the heart, the the platform makers. But then the companies turn around and be like, "Why don't you just put more storage in your console?" Like, this kind of goes both ways. Yeah, there's definitely like a symbiotic relationship here. Yeah, I don't know. I How personally big is have the not most run. Recent it. Is Warzone, Call of Duty? Do we remember? Well, those are weird because they split them up now because they got so big that it's like if you want multiplayer, you install a certain amount of gigs. If you want Warzone, you install a certain amount of gigs. And if you want single player, you install a certain amount. But they were upwards of like, I want to say 180 gigs or something like that. It was high. It was very high. Yeah, and like Black Ops Cold War at some point was 219 gigs on PS5, according to this picture. Okay, sure. And as more games are trying to be like live service games, you're, the expectation is you keep them installed because you're going to come back to them every few weeks. Yeah. So like if you have a, if you have a yeah. running game where you're like, this is the one my friends and I play, it's like, well, you know, my PS5 started with 600, but I only consider about 400 of that usable because... I have reserved X for, you know, like Fortnite or, or whatever your live service game of choices. I mean, for me, it's really the Internet situation, knowing that some people don't have good access to Internet or whatever, because and like maybe this is just because PCs are different. Like I've never worried about a game being like even 500 gigs or something if it needed to be because I have that space because I can buy more hard drives. Like, consoles should just get to the point where you can continuously plug in more hard drives if you want without any proprietary stuff, and that part's fine. It's the internet part for some a lot of people that really sucks, not being able to download something easily or maybe at all, depending on their situation. This is a... Uh feather in the hat for microsoft because with their cloud streaming then if if your cloud streaming can run well which you know i can only speak on my case it runs pretty great i don't have to True. worry about downloads at all so that's pretty nice <laughs> yeah i wonder if the person that worries about downloads though can stream it through the cloud like maybe because it's a different sort of thing might yeah. not be as well bad. It, would, it would use a lot less than the full download you know depending on how yeah. long you're playing for yeah um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> there's no easy answer to this <laughs> honestly uh i would say no games it's not necessarily that games can be, ever get too big uh but it's the limitations that that person has on receiving that like anything else really that's too bad yeah i think i would look more at the like 
there there will be a point where if the hardware manufacturers are not increasing their like minimum storage size then that's a knock against them um yeah like the fact that like sony came in launched the ps5 with only 600 gigs which is like less than like the ps4s kind of ended up at seems like a step back i look at that with like um with like the iphone as well it took like a while for apple to like up their like baseline storage size so if you were trying to save money at any point it was you were like stuck having to also subscribe to their cloud storage because the minimum was so low yeah I think at this point, like next console, whatever, you know, it's probably like a half step console or whatever, whatever the next hardware that kind of comes out. It's like you need like two terabytes minimum. Yeah, I I mean, I think so. Yeah, I'm not against the idea of having a cheapo version that's like a few like 500 gigs with no disk drive or whatever if somebody wanted that. But yeah, I definitely think a baseline version should have like a terabyte or something at least. That that's what I was about to say. Unless you're like specifically trying to make like what is the cheapest, and that's the Series S, is is that exact scenario. Yeah. But like in terms yeah. of like this is our competitive one, I feel like minimum now going forward needs to be like two terabytes. Yeah, it is also a weird situation with the PS5 where their SSDs are kind of like tailored like they're kind of specialized as well so i'm sure that was another reason why they couldn't just put a giant one in with what they wanted to do from the get-go but now there's they should be able to do a new generation of them or something with well the, more, the ps5 ones assume. you've been able to put in third-party ssds for a couple of years now and t- tons yeah. of people just swapped theirs out yeah but then the the xbox you need the proprietary stuff I think proprietary for space is bullshit. We're yeah. in 2023. Get like, come the fuck on. That's yeah, bullshit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But hey, Sony's Sony's not safe there either. Look, look at the Vita. That was ridiculous. And those prices were insane. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for questions. Thanks everyone for writing in. If you want to send a question in for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Hmm. Astronaut. I, I guess I don't have, I'm not giving it to Minecraft. So I guess I don't have <laughs> you have to, you have to give it to a game that you played this week. Okay, let me think for two seconds about it. Let me okay. find if I played anything else. I'm going to give it to Ghostwire Tokyo again. And Paul's favorite game that he played this week is... Oh, Pizza Tower. Yeah, because I wrapped that go. up All right, for go. our talk next week. Cool. Yes, stay tuned for next week when we talk about Pizza Tower after the show. Until then, I'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye.